Hey gamers, this is Joe from What I'm Playing Now. I have episode 11 of our podcast, which we originally recorded on February 3rd, 2014. Some of the new stories we discussed, a new Xbox One model already, a new Elder Scrolls Online trailer, EverQuest Next Landmark Alpha begins, PS4 Update supports new wireless headsets now, there's a new Android game called Flappy Bird, it's the latest craze. We talk about some of the games we're playing now, like Dungeon Keeper on Android, Grid 2, Don't Starve, as well as some of the games we want to play now. Enjoy the episode. Good evening, gamers. Welcome to another episode of What I'm Playing Now. My name is Joe Luzzi, and with me, as always, is Greg Martin. How you doing, buddy? Dude, dude, Joe, it's winter. Yes, it is. We are getting ready here in Northeast Ohio for another fucking blast of snow. Like we did over the weekend, Saturday. Yeah. I think they're supposed. They they said it'll be a coating to maybe an inch. Dude, I got three by my house. Dude, this one's gonna be worse. Oh, I know. The what the what I've been hearing. Well, first it started out was because because I, I went to I went to uh, Richmond Heights Day, and then I heard on NPR it was like. Oh, winter storm warning from, like, Tuesday night, which, okay, Weather Channel said it was going to be like that, too, so no big deal. And then on my way home, it's like, nope, there's going to be, like, 40,000 fucking feet of snow. You're all going to die, you know, whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it sounds like it's going to be pretty fucking insane. Um, my wife and I were watching the news a little bit ago, and we were just like, okay, that's that sounds crazy. <laughs> luckily, 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 she's off work on Wednesday, and I will probably be working from home. Yeah, I so. I I already took a P. I had like they renewed our PTO days. Oh, cool. So I was like, yep, we're taking PTO on Wednesday, and I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. That's a day to stay inside and game all day. Yes, it is, Joe. And, and that's what we're here to talk about: games. Yes. And before we start, uh, I got a couple things. So breaking news: um, this just came in on Twitter. Steam Music has been announced. And apparently this is this is going to be a music service that's going to integrate with their big picture mode. I'll put a link in uh, the chat. I'm on we it. Did, we, okay, you saw that? I didn't see it, but I just loaded it up right now in another browser. Yeah, so I, <laughs> yeah, so I just saw that, and I thought it was interesting. Um, I don't think I'll use it. Listen to your music while you play games. So this is almost like a playlist... Something that most of the consoles have had, although I don't think, I don't think the PS4 will let you play um, your own kind of music like off of thumb drives or anything like that, which right. I think a lot of people are complaining about. Um, interesting. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, like I said before, this came in after we had got the show notes ready to go. Um, so. But yeah, I just wanted to bring quick mention of that. Yeah, also, that, that'll be rather interesting. I'm, I, it's it, it's sort of like what the original Xbox had because yeah. I remember I remember that was like the big thing whenever it came out was, you know, my buddies would play, you know, me and my buddies would play Halo, and he's like, oh, dude, you can play your own music in the background, and he'd fire up like Kitty or something while we were playing Halo because we were just those idiots that listened to Kitty back in the day, and I. All the systems and consoles I ever did that, all the games, I, I don't think I once ever tried that. Yeah, and I mean, there were some games that I did it with, um, like Tetris, for example, on the Xbox, I did it with that. 
but it, for the most part, I really just never used the feature because I was always yeah, the game music was good enough. That's exactly. I mean, I think I think sometimes I like the game music to kind of immerse me into the game a little more. Or if it's music I don't really care for, I'll go into the settings and lower the music down to maybe about you know if it's on a scale of zero to one hundred, I'll lower it down to like a twenty-five or so. So to the, where the music's just really faint, just giving me some like ambient noise in the background. Right. Right. So yeah, I just thought I'd bring a little bit of attention to that. It'd be interesting to see what it does. Um, and the other thing is, uh, I kind of wanted to carry on the tradition I started last week with a new oh. segment called <laughs> Uncle <laughs> Uncle Greg's Shitty Art. Let's see it. What do we got this week? Okay, so this week I took inspiration from the yet ridiculous number of hours I'm still committing to Skyrim, uh, which I've now, not counting the hours offline, uh, I've officially hit 230. Wow. So I figured, wow. what would happen if you use giraffes instead of dragons, right? And this is what I came up with. So let me, let me show you. It says... Giraffe born. <laughs> this is me taming a giraffe, Peter getting pissed, and killing people. There you go. And that's the picture. A plus. I dude, you know, I passed art in high school and I, I wish I wish I had a gold star to put on the screen for you right now. See but you know what? My art teacher would be so proud of me right now if she could see this. That's better than what I could draw. I can't draw for shit. Dude, I, I give you art lessons. I'm writing a book called Uncle Greg's Shitty Art for Noobs. Yeah, I have I have not. The only thing I could do, could do is give you a little clap there. Joe, you love me. That's that's about all I could do there. Well, thank you. <laughs> I, I put you know, all three minutes of effort into that thing. <laughs> and, that, and that's the goal. You know, I just want to put like three minutes of effort into it because I just don't give a fuck. You're, you're more prepared than me because all I do is find news stories. I don't come up with no art or anything. You're making me... And, and, See, now and, i got to come up with my own segment for the show. And you know what, Joe? I Not only did I come up with my own news segment for the show, but I found more news stories than you again for the second, you know, the second consecutive week in a row. So... I'm just murdering you here. I'm stomping all over. Uh, right no, we're we're tied because I added one at the last minute. You probably didn't notice. You did. Yeah. So I got four and you got four. Oh, dick bag! I didn't see that. See, I snuck one in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great! Just another thing that we can be dickheads with. <laughs> um. All right, hit us up with emails at what I'm playing now at gmail.com on Twitter. What I'm playing now. Drop the G. Um, until I got Facebook working out, uh, just look for us on there, I guess. I Facebook, Facebook sucks. Yeah, I, I'm not. I, it's one of the reasons why I really haven't done too too much with setting anything up on Facebook. You, you know, if Twitter was more than 140 characters, because I spend a lot of time on there. You know, if it was more than 140 characters, I'd say just just do the Twitter thing. It, it's a little easier. Yeah, well, I tweeted out that we were starting a show here in a little bit, so maybe we'll get some viewers coming on here. Let's get on with some news. We do have quite a few news stories today, and then um, I think we both have a couple of games to talk about. Yes. Although I think yours is more Skyrim again. So. No, there's something else. It's not just Skyrim. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. Um, there's some new Xbox Ones heading our way sometime, probably within 2014. Um, it already sounds like Microsoft is going to be coming out with some revamped consoles. Um, 
some of the stuff they're looking at doing because because the one that's out sucks. Now, 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 I will probably <laughs> let's let's not say that because I will probably get an Xbox One here probably for my birthday or Christmas next this this year. I'm gonna get one and use it for target so, practice. Um, you could do that. You could do that. Pull. Yes. Um, but they're coming out with a white one. It sounds like the white one that they gave to everybody who actually worked on the system. Um, they're actually going to remove the I made this label from there and sell the white one. They're also looking at doing one with a larger hard drive going up to maybe a terabyte, and that's probably what I would wait for, uh, especially because I've heard that upgrading the hard drive on the Xboxes is not really doable, um, unlike the PS4 where it's very easy to upgrade the hard drive on the PS4. So I would prefer to purchase one with that terabyte of storage ahead of time um, rather than run out of room later on like we always do with the consoles. Uh, it also sounds like they were coming out with one. They, I don't know if you heard about this. They're coming out with one without an optical drive to where it's yeah. digital download only, which is interesting because I, I'd be really interested to see how much they would shave off the price for that system and if that could bring it more in line with the PS4 in price. Um, I could see it shaving off maybe 50 but that's even pushing it. Optical drives well, they're gonna make much, it. even though it's a Blu-ray player. Okay, so first of all, really quick, um, I just opened up my Facebook, and there's a picture of a giraffe on here. <laughs> that's, it's fate. It's like, fate. I was like, uh... <laughs> What the hell just happened? <laughs> now you now you got to go get a draft tattoo. I I know it it's it's done. Um, no, but what the thing I was getting at was you know for your example, like let's say that if they manage to shave off fifty dollars because there's no drive in there, wouldn't they? Wouldn't you think they would try to make that up by selling the digital only console with a subscription to Xbox Gold to make up that fifty dollars? I don't know. Because I mean, if it's digital only, then the gold you, you absolutely have to have the gold. Well, not necessarily, because the gold only gives you the option to basically play online or use things they have gated behind it, like Netflix and stuff, which right, but, I think is completely ridiculous. Right, but who? But I, my point is, I don't know anybody. Which there are clearly users who don't have gold, but what I'm saying is, I don't know anybody personally who doesn't buy gold. Yeah, you know, I I did. They want, I did. That, they want that content. I had purchased gold when I bought my 360 on launch day and purchased gold that day. Mm. And over the years, the only thing I used it for was Netflix. I never played online. I played a handful of online games. I probably played online maybe five times, literally on various games over the years. It's just something I never did. Gold, to me, was a complete waste of time for the online component. Right, but you have to remember, we're also the people who don't play Minecraft on the on the Xbox, right? True. You know, this whole... Like, once Minecraft was put on the Xbox, it opened up this whole new generation of people to play that game, and we've started playing on the PC, so... You know, and playing Minecraft with a controller sucks ass anyways. I, well, I've never tried it on the 360. I, uh, I haven't tried it on the PS3 either because it's out on the PS3 now, and I it, wouldn't it, mind giving it a shot. I Personally, dude, I think it sucks, but that's just me. But anyways, like I was saying, it's just I, I think that 
especially with the, especially with the games that are going to be coming out on the Xbox One, I think there's going to be people who definitely want that gold experience. And oh, oh, I agree, but I don't know if I I think they want to get the price more in line with Sony and keep it as close to them as possible, or get as close to them as possible. Um, rather than try to sell more of their services. Well, then because I guess I, I think they're eventually they I think they eventually expect people to buy the gold, but I think they're going to want that system to be as. Right now, I think both companies are going to be in a in a price war to stay or be as as least expensive as possible. Right, but if it comes down to just hardware versus hardware, I mean, are they selling that thing at a loss? At they that always, point, they always do. All, all consoles are sold at a loss. I think Nintendo Wii's well, Nintendo it, Wii was the only one that was probably sold at a profit the fastest. Well, let, let me rephrase it then. Are they selling it at a manageable loss then? I guess yeah. we don't know what I guess we don't know what the R and D cost for that. I, thing I, yeah, I can't remember what I, I, when the when the when both consoles came out. I thought I remember reading an article that was talking about what the actual parts cost, and mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was off the top of my head because that was a couple months ago now. I didn't see that article. I, like so. I said, I, I don't know what the R&D cost. I just think, I don't know. I Some of this seems like it would be pretty good. Um, I, like I said, I would definitely, if they came out with a one terabyte one, I would definitely ask for one probably for my birthday or for Christmas. I would look at the wife and be like, I wouldn't mind getting an Xbox. Goo-goo eyes with the doggy face. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that stuff doesn't work anymore for as long as we've been married, so... <laughs> <laughs> She's wise to your ways, Joe. Pretty much. Let's jump on to the next story. A good segue. Yeah, we're we're not even touching any of that shit. Um, <laughs> Elder Scrolls Online. They released a new eight-minute CG trailer this week. Dun, dun, um, dun, dun, dun. I don't know if you watched the trailer or not. But yes, I did. God, why can't games look like these fucking trailers? Give me this already. Give me the games that look like these trailers. I mean, yeah. this thing, this thing looks absolutely beautiful. So, so let's let's you know turn the turn the mic over to a guy who has two hundred thirty hours in Skyrim, right? <laughs> um, if you hand me Elder Scrolls Online, I guarantee you, none of you will ever see me again. I don't know, because did you read any of the comments in the that were below this whole article? People who people who it sounds like they actually played in the beta um, were commenting on here, and um, some people just don't really care for it or prefer it. They well, they I, they say it's way different than Skyrim, and some people are like, if it would have been a little closer to like an online Skyrim, it would have been a little bit. It, it, it'll be more interesting. The, the game's still in beta, so there's still stuff that can change. It's, I don't think it's supposed to be out until April, so. Right, but that's not that. That's not enough time to yeah to really revamp anything to, right now. Change, it's already been to delayed. Core mechanic, right? Yeah, because it's already been delayed once. It was supposed to be out October or November last year, mm-hmm. I think it was, um, and then they delayed it until April. So it's already got a six month month delay on it. So, well, I don't, I don't know, man. I here's the thing. When I first heard news of uh, Elder Scrolls Online. My first immediate thought, as I'm sure everybody else's was, was, holy shit, I can play Skyrim online. Yes. Right? And Because, let's face it, Skyrim 
is probably I mean every Elder Scrolls game has been in its own right the great one of the greatest RPGs of its of its age at that time you know but Skyrim really just took that mantra and ran with it I mean it's such a it's such an amazing fucking game it really is it's very polished yes. they 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 polished the hell they made that thing so fucking shiny and good looking they spit shine that fucker oh yeah and and and, and you could tell and the modding community around that game is is amazing. Like, oh, d- oh that, definitely, dude. It, that alone is the reason why I've sunk two hundred thirty hours into Skyrim is because the modding community is so fucking amazing for that game. Um, now I think this is probably going to have that same problem that I had with ter- Minecraft and Terraria, right? Where I played Minecraft first, loved the game. And then all of a sudden, all these Minecraft-like clones were coming out, and that's what I thought Terraria was, until you kind of talked me off the ledge, and I was like, okay, well, I'll sit down for a couple hours and really invest into it. But I guess the thing that scares me the most about this, I want this game to be awesome, I want this game to do well, because it's an Elder Scrolls game, and I love them, but I hate MMOs. I can't stand them. And if this turns out to be like some typical MMO, more than the Elder Scrolls, I might not like it that much. It'll be... I think a lot of it's going to come down to whether you can get in playing with a good group of people. I think I think any MMO... Half of, the, half of it is going to be the gameplay of the MMO. The other half is going to be the social aspect and the people you play with. Right. That no matter no matter how much single stuff you want to play um, that you can do in game, it's it it still comes down to being able to group up with a good group of people and just and that that can completely make or break a game. I mean, like when I was yeah. playing Rift, I was in one of the best guilds I've probably <clears throat> ever been in in my life, and it just completely made that game one of the best experiences I've I've ever had. And then there's other games where it's just been me and maybe one or two other people, and we're not in a good guild, and it's you, you're struggling to work your way through some of the harder content. You can't do some of the higher tier um, raids and everything like that, and it's just your. I think your experience is just really hampered. So mm-hmm. it it's in any MMO because of the nature of the beast. It comes down to just being in with a good group of people. And I've talked to several guys I work with about um, Elder Scrolls, and Everybody is on the fence. Everybody has read and heard different things, and I haven't talked to one person that has said, yes, I'm playing this for sure. Everybody's always like, you know, let me know if you're going to be in it, and maybe I'll hop in it too. Right. You know, everybody's really... And, and I was I was one who was just like, I go, I'm, I, I want this game, I'm, I can't wait for it, and now I'm on the fence. I see that's kind of scary though. You know, it's a very scary thing. And like like I said, I think a lot of it is just this this preconception we all have that we wanted Skyrim online. Yeah. You know, it, it realistically if 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 they gave us Skyrim online, dude, just take my fucking money now. Seriously. Yeah. I, I I will give you my bank account. Just have it. <laughs> you know, if, I mean seriously, if I can take my version of Skyrim, mods and all, put it online and play like with you. You know what I mean? Or, or we can get your guys from, from work or whatever and just all play Skyrim online. Dude, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, if they could, if they could do like a multiplayer component to it, kind of like um, like a Neverwinter Nights or something like that, 
that would definitely be a bonus. Yeah. I and it's just scary because like you know, the game looks amazing from what they're showing. It's one of the reasons why I want to upgrade my graphics card this year is to play Elder Scrolls online. And that's yeah. what's killing me that I'm just so on the fence with the game right now. And it's I'm I don't know. One, I just don't know if I want to get back into another MMO and just invest the time and everything into starting another character over and just doing the whole thing over again. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the hardest things. I've done it. I mean, I've been playing the games for 13 years now. I've just done it so many times over the years. I'm just like, I just don't know if I want to do it again. I don't know if I have it in me, so well, I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah, I mean, I guess it, I, we can talk about this another time, but it brings up another interesting point. Like, what happens when you do the MMO... I, how do I want to say this? What happens when you run through the MMO formula so much that it all just starts to feel like it's bleeding over top of each other? And that's what a lot of people say um, with the, with the different games. They're just like you know, okay, it's just a World of Warcraft clone. It's just this, you know. It's well, I mean, you, you pick you pick a character, and, and this is going to go. You know, somebody's going to say something about this, like, oh, well, you play Skyrim, blah blah blah. But it's like, how many times can you sit there and make a character? That is going to be in some predefined range of classes, right? It's always going to be some type of warrior or something. You know what I mean? And then just grind levels with a party and a guild and then rinse and repeat over and over again. You just stop. I don't know. At least to me, you would just feel like you would want to stop doing that after a while. It just gets old. And that's and that's, that's a point that a lot of people reach, and that's something that – I'm kind of like at that point right now. It's like I've done this so much. Like I said, I don't know if I want to do it again with a whole new another character. Right. I mean, I, I know there's going to be some some different polish and some different things and some new aspects that they're going to add into the game that's going to be different from you know some of the current ones that are out there. Because whenever they release a new one, you know, a new MMO comes out, there's always something that they try to tweak a little bit to make it a little different than what's currently out there. But um, I just don't know if if it's groundbreaking. And. and- <clears throat> And I don't think it is. I, I honestly, I, I can tell you, I feel like a lot of it is just it has the Bethesda weight behind it. Yes, oh, definitely. I, I feel like that's a lot of what it is because real, because like I said, if this were Skyrim Online, just have it, you know. Um, and and I think a lot of other people are the same way too. So I hate to say, it, but it almost sounds like we have to wait until it comes out. And that's that's about what I'm that's what I'm thinking about doing because our next story is another MMO. We're on a freaking MMO fucking kick right now. Oh jeez. Well, I don't know if I want to call this one an MMO, but it's EverQuest Next Landmark. Ooh. Um. So basically, this is the part of EverQuest Next, which is the next EverQuest game, EQ3. I don't know. They're calling it EverQuest Next, but it's basically EQ3. Um. But Landmark is basically their Minecraft clone. So I don't I don't have you heard much about this? No, I haven't. Okay. So basically EverQuest Next Landmark is kind of like a very very fancy Minecraft. Um Alpha started over the weekend. You can get into it for 60 bucks. Originally, um it was under NDA. I believe they lifted the NDA over the weekend so you can actually talk about this and show Twitch and everything, you know, stream your games and everything like that. Um but it's basically just building. I, I think they're only about... I was watching one of the Sony streams. I think they said they were about 60% done with the game right now. Um, with the alpha part, I have no idea when it's going to flip over to beta. But considering it's like just building things right now, 
there's no combat or anything in there, and it will eventually be free to play. I don't know if I could just dump sixty bucks in this right now just to no. get it the alpha to try it. Uh, you know what this reminded me of when you were talking about it? The first thing that popped in my head, Cube World. Why? Because we paid twenty dollars for combat. Now you're paying sixty dollars for build. To build, shit. yeah, I know, yeah. I mean, if I, I, if I wanted to build shit, I'd go to the fucking Walmart, pay ten dollars for a box of Legos, and come back and play with them. And some people are on Twitter that I follow are kind are they're not complaining, but they're just saying that they've spent hours looking for like a plot of land to claim. And they're having trouble claiming lands. They're like running around in the game trying to find find a claim that's open, and nothing's open right now. And that would be another thing that would piss me off if I was paying sixty bucks to get into this alpha, and I can't actually. It's so crowded that I can't actually claim a plot of land to be able to build anything. I would be livid. Okay, so here's the first thing that popped in my mind. Right, who the hell didn't set a limit on that alpha? Yeah, I don't know. Right, I mean, if you're gonna run out of plots of land. You better limit that alpha. Or you make servers available. If we have 10,000 people coming in, you need to make sure that you're, you have server capacity or enough worlds available for 10,000 people. Right. Right. So, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. I'm really interested in EverQuest Next and playing this game because EQ Next is actually supposed to have Landmark kind of built into it. So when you play through the MMO part, I think you're going to be able to build your own stuff and everything in there, hmm. which sounds just super, super fascinating to me. I want a 300 MMO, like the movie 300 with Gerard Butler. What, do you want to kick people into pits? <laughs> yes, yes, that's what I want to do. I want to run around with my fake pecs and abs, and just stab people to death. That's all I want to do. If I can't do that in EverQuest Next, I'm not interested. You can do that in pretty much any MMO. Alright, I'm playing them all. <laughs> Done. It, although it might be worth it to play the Sony ones, because didn't last week we talk about Sony offering one payment plan mm -hmm. um, to get into all their MMOs, which could be extremely worth it, so... Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, I have to. You know, I'm gonna kind of sit back and watch this one play out too. This is, this is way. That's way too expensive, man. Yeah, it's sixty bucks for this. I could see if it was maybe like thirty. You know, but sixty. When it's gonna see, be, when it's gonna be free to play. I couldn't even see thirty, dude. Maybe like ten. Ten. Sony would never do ten. Let's let's get realistic here. They, well, they would, right, I, 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 mean, I know they would never do ten. I, well, Thirty, I, I was I just mean, being generous. I, Sony, I mean, we're, you and I are just about as bad with Sony as you know yeah. all these idiots with Apple are. So, I, I, I don't know. It's just not worth it at this point. But it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, I definitely want to keep a track on that. I watch their dev chats every now and then um, because I do. I'm really interested in this game, so I want to try to keep up on what they're doing and any of the changes that they're making in it. The game does look really nice. The art style is different. It's not... I do like the art style. The art yeah. style is really cool. Like It's it's such a far departure from traditional EQ art style. Exactly. Which and that's I think what is, I like about it. Yeah, which is... It's not it's it's cartoony, but it's not cartoony. It's I, I don't know. I, I really like it. It's yeah. cel-shaded. Yeah. It, it's, so. it's a very polished form of cel-shading. It's very nice. 
And yeah, and that's the yeah the, where they've taken cell shading over the past couple of years has been some really really nice places. Oh, I know that. What was it? That one game that was out on PS2 13, I think it yeah. was. Yeah, I, I remember that was the one game that really brought cell shading out like into the open. It was like, whoa, look at what this can do. But it it looked like shit back then. I remember I they had sent me the beta for one of the car racing games. It was an early car racing game on the PS2 that was the first cell-shaded car racing game. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the damn name of it right now. Um, I probably have the disc somewhere in my bedroom um, with all the discs that I saved over the years. Um, you keep them under your bed? I Well, I have huge... I have a lot of my game collection in huge plastic bins. Nice. Um, so... But I yeah, yeah I mean... it's the name of it. Cell shading looked like shit back then. Yeah, it, it, yes, it, it did. The, the thing that's the thing that I always really liked about it was it always gives the game like this contemporary film noir look. Yeah, which is awesome. I it's like Dick Tracy on crack. I almost prefer it prefer it to the more realistic looking type of art styles that oh, some I, of the games have. Yeah, I mean some of them get too too realistic to where it actually looks like shit because they tried too hard. Right. I mean, until, until you can almost look like a photograph, I don't like the I don't like the realistic looking ones. Have you seen? Really quick before we jump on, have you seen the new engine from Square Enix that they're going to be using for the newer Final Fantasy games for the PS4? Mm, I don't know if I have or not, dude. Dude, fine. Look up. I'm trying to think if I saw it at, at E3. I might I might have it. I just I'm just not remembering it. Well, they did an engine demo at the Tokyo game show. Mm-hmm. But they also showed demo footage of Final Fantasy 15. I think I do remember seeing that now. Oh my god, dude. That game looks so fucking good. Mm-hmm. So good. I really want to see what that what that turns out to be. In fact, that's probably going to be the thing that gets me to buy a PS4. It's going to be 15. <laughs> what about the PS3? You haven't even got that fucking thing yet. I know. I, I you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working my way up slowly, you know. But if, if I tell you what, man, 15 comes out and I got the coin, bam, done. And you know what you could always do? You could, I could always just get 15, and you can just watch my Twitch stream. <laughs> uh, it's not the same, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I can't actually play it. And, and, you could be, you could be texting me. Go left, go left. No, don't fight that creature. No, no. no Joe, quit fucking up, Joe. <laughs> All right, next story. Um, another Sony story, not by choice. Um, I actually read this one earlier. You posted this in the in the show notes, though. Um, yeah, it sounds like the PS4 is going to be getting an update to firmware 1.6. Yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to spend too much time on. It. I just wanted to bring it out because you know everybody's talking about it or you know whatever. It's just a small update to the uh, PlayStation software. the The big thing here, though, is it's going to be supporting a number of wireless headsets, uh, including I think that what's it called, the Sony Gold headset. They have a new Gold wireless headset coming out. It's going to yeah. also support the Pulse and the Pulse Elite. Now the gold headset, I think, is supposed to sell for around a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Your Elite is selling originally for one fifty. I think I saw it on Amazon a little bit ago for around one eighteen. I don't know how much better these gold ones are over the Elites, as the Elites are seven point one and the Golds are seven point one. I haven't seen a comparison side by side. Um, it looks like there's a wireless mic built into these gold ones. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so I don't know. I don't know how they are. Um, I don't know. It'd be interesting because you have to you have to realize that you know the human ear can only process a certain level of sound. Right, so these things probably have pristine audio quality, but is it going to be? Can you tell the difference between them? Exactly, because I'm half deaf from all the concerts I saw when I was younger. <laughs> probably is going to fucking matter to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I know there are certain ranges of sound that I just cannot pick up anymore. <laughs> yeah, I. I, I do trust me. I did the same thing when I was younger. I I did the the indie music. I still do the indie music scene. But when I was younger, I used to go to those ones and stand like right in the front where those speakers were at, and just like, yeah, rock on, and my ears are just completely fucked now. I, it's it's bad. When I saw the Ramones at the Agora, which is a very small venue up in Cleveland, yes, my it ears, is. My my ears were ringing for two days, literally after that concert. Dude, that's crazy. It was it was a great concert. Extremely uh, loud for that little place. And it was like, oh my god. It's the fucking Ramones, man. Of yeah. course that's going to be a great show. Yeah. That was cool. Um, I'll definitely be downloading the update. I don't have any headsets yet. Um, I get my bonus around March. And that's probably when I'm going to be um, picking up a new headset. For the well, I'm going to pick up one for the PC and make sure it works with the PS3, PS4, Xbox, and that's going to, I want to make sure it works with everything. So, I've been looking at the Turtle Beach and the Astros. I think they are Astaro. Astaro. Like the, yeah, the Astaro, the A50s. Yep. I was kind of hoping Astaro would come out with something new because I think those A50s are well over a year old. They're still so good I, though. Yeah, I know they're still good, but I don't want to buy one and then like two months later they're like, "Oh, we got a new pair coming out." I'll be like, "Oh, fuck you." Fucking waited this long, you sons of bitches. Isn't that always how it happens, though? It's, it fucking is. Um, we're back to Candy Crush. Are you yes. playing it? Are no. you playing it? Dude, I, I'm playing Dude, it hourly. Dude, I, I, uh, I got I got one more request yesterday to play Candy Crush Saga, and I sent it back to I literally sent it back to him. like, listen, I'm not playing this shit. Stop. <laughs> you need to stop playing this, too, by the way. This is this is a really good story you found because I hadn't heard about this, but there was a game jam put together for people to make nothing but candy games. Yep. How yeah. fucking awesome. Oh dude, this is amazing. So so basically a game jam, for those that don't know, and, and I'm not really too familiar with it, but I'll try to give you a little bit of a rundown. A game jam is basically where a bunch of developers get together and just make games. That, that's literally what it is, and they make as many games as possible. Yeah, they usually do it over the course of a weekend, maybe like right. like a forty-eight hour. They just sit down, they they all get together, they try to get groups of people. Um, usually, you try to get people who can do different things. Somebody who could maybe do some art, somebody who could do some audio and stuff like that, um, and just sit down and just try to make a game within forty-eight hours and see what you can come up with within that time frame. And right, you definitely well, need to. I mean, you're the developer here more than I am, but. No, dude, trust me. These are these are fucking difficult, man. I was gonna I mean, say this would have to be so hard because you you'd probably you probably sit down and just draft out all your ideas, and then you probably have to throw out three quarters of that shit because you know you'll never be able to get it all done. Well, not only that, but it, well, yeah, but not only that, but you you have to be relying on boilerplate code, right? Like this is something that you prepare for in advance, but you don't just sit down, start a game jam with no code beforehand, none whatsoever, because you'll never get it done. Right, 
Um, not to mention the fact that a lot of these indie developers kind of just, they do everything on their own. So they kind of do like the art and the music and all this shit at the same time, which is, which is kind of what I do, but it, that, that just makes it even more hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, yeah, Game Jam. Uh, this one's actually being coined Candy Jam. Uh, Candy Jam is being run so indie developers can push out against King because King are a bunch of cocksucking assholes. Yeah, we talked about them. Was it last week? I think it was last yeah, week. Yes, it was, and I actually wrote kind of like a follow-up to my rant because it was a little too ranty, and I think I even got more ranty when I was writing out <laughs> what I was trying to explain because they really pissed me off. This is ridiculous. Um, I think the total number of games they have is around 113 or 115 games. Yep. And they all have the word candy. And the reason why they have candy is because King is trying to trademark the word candy. Because, you know, that's an entirely legit and cool thing to do. They also tried to throw words like Saga or Apple in there because they were also having a problem with the Banner Saga game. Yeah, I, I mean... Reading that and just seeing the people they were going after, and, and then actually like finding some, like I went looking for some of those games, and couldn't find it, but I found screenshots of them and stuff like that, or people you know playing video of the games, and it, it doesn't even have anything to do with Candy Crush Sagas. Like, what the motherfuck is wrong with you people? Yeah, they're trying to just take up words, and the thing is, Candy Crush Saga isn't the first candy game that's been on any of the stores. No. For iOS, for Android, or anything, it's like. No, it's it's just ridiculous. No, I, I, it's it's so fucking unethical. It, it, it they uh, let's look at it this way. Legally, they could get away with it because our judicial system is just fucked. Yes, they uh, legally they could get away. They could trademark those words in the English language because you know that, that alone just pisses me off. That those should be way way far out of the reach of of any legal arm whatsoever. But they could trademark those words, and then they could start going after people with no precedent. They could go after people that came before that trademark, and they can go after people that are going to come after that trademark. Right? Right. It's such a fucking dick move. And, oh, and, it's, and it's, it's all because of the profit margin. These people are scared to death that they're going to start losing money because realistically they're writing games for a platform that's meant to die off at some point. You make well, a game you make a game for Facebook, you're not going to expect it to last 5 years. I was going to say keep in mind that all of these games that have become super popular have I think a much shorter lifespan than a normal game does, be it on a console or on the PC or something. Right. These games hit once and if they hit, they try to milk as much as possible because they know it's not going to last long. Yeah, they they have to because and that and that's the kind of bullshit. This is what happens with the casual gaming boom: is your games, and it puts pressure on developers. Your games have to be one-shot wonders, guaranteed one-shot wonders almost. And if they don't, nobody's ever going to figure them out. If they do, it's going to last for maybe. A week, and then you're done. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and, and the only thing you're left to do legitimately is to try to make another game. But these people, they can't do that. They got to try to copy other people's games because they get pissed because they nobody wants to publish with them. I can't imagine why. Exactly. And their only defense now 
is to litigate. Let's trademark words in the English language. Let's go after everybody and their mother because your your game has the word candy in it. And I think I wrote, even wrote on my write up that you know they're probably gonna fucking go after Candyland. <laughs> I, and that's that's the, I'm I'm sorry, but that's a perfect case of prior art. Candyland, Candyland. If if Hasbro, I don't even know who owns that anymore. They should go after Candy Crush Saga. They should. And, and uh, dude, so, they, they, this is just so fucking annoying. Yeah, but I'm I'm really glad to see that the indie devs are coming out like this because oh. the, the, these people need stopped now. Yeah, when you when you post that story, and I actually read it earlier, I was like, "That's awesome!" I yeah. go, "That is great that people are actually getting together to do that to just say a big f u to them." So mm-hmm. I'd like to give King a big f u. Yes. Go to hell. Yes. Fuck off, assholes! You heard it here. All right, Microsoft is guarding the Korean border with connects. <laughs> the this was so amazing, man! Like if. <laughs> So, apparently, some self-taught programmer over in Korea decided it would be a good idea to use the Kinect as, like, a pseudo-security camera that can watch the border and detect whether or not movement on the perimeter is based on a person moving or an animal moving. What do they got, 360s and Xbox Ones all just lined up along the... No, no, it's just th- it's just, it's, dude, it's just 360s now. The Xbox One isn't out in Korea yet. I looked oh, that up. okay, okay. I, I so looked that up. Just so it's just it's just three sixty. But they are making plans to scale up to the Xbox One when it comes out. Oh, so look at them forward-thinking sons of bitches. I know. <laughs> so I was trying to think. I, I like where they're going with this, right? How can we make this better for them? The one thing that popped in my mind: a turret. Why can't we have a turret mounted to the Kinect? So when they see a person, just fucking obliterates them, right? <laughs> I mean, you just take all their jobs away. You take all the Border Patrol's jobs away. It's outsourcing in Korea. This is the best idea ever. I don't even know what to say about this. <laughs> That's right. I, I, just, I just don't I'm know right. what to say about this. Because I'm right. That's all there is to it. These fuckers need turrets. Call me. I will give you the code you need to set a turret up on that bastard. That would be really interesting to see. <laughs> dude, if they, dude, if they put it, if, if somebody from Korea is watching and they end up with a turret on their fucking connect, on their three sixty, on their three sixty array with a fucking, you're gonna see, you're gonna see a giraffe painted on the side of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so amazing. <laughs> There's a giraffe out there. Oh no, it's a, it's a fucking gun. It's Uncle Greg's turret. <laughs> so, so like, I'm trying to imagine out like where else these could be deployed. So, what if security firms in the U.S. started using Connects instead of like security cameras? Uh, I I don't even know about this, dude. <laughs> I'm so I'm surprised that uh, I mean I knew the original Connect was pretty powerful. I'm surprised it can actually pick stuff up like that though. Um. Well, a lot of that you, would be you think you, you think it, it, you would have to be fairly close to it. I the, the thing that kind of cracks me up though, I, clearly it's got to be software based, right? A lot of that stuff oh, has to be a lot of that stuff has to be determined by the code that that guy wrote. Um, 
the thing I thought was interesting was I remember back when the Kinect came out and a lot of people were discussing its peripheral uses. And one of the use cases, surprisingly, was surgery. And I'm like, who the fuck is performing surgery with a Kinect? Right? Yeah, I've probably heard that as well. I, I don't know. It's just going to be hilarious when they upgrade to the Xbox One. <laughs> yeah, you're performing surgery, and all of a sudden, it, it, you're, it, it blue screens, and you're left there with a little... <laughs> like, you, like you're, you're totally, like, putting your arms up there, and you get, like, a BSOD, and you're like, oh, shit, it's right by his heart. What do I do? No <laughs> one move. Somebody reboot, the, somebody reboot the computer real quick. <laughs> uh, that's kind of... And, and right as it BSODs, the guy wakes up. <laughs> and he looks over and he's like, I'm dead, aren't I? Well, you you should have known you were fucked when you, you signed up to have surgery with us <laughs> with an Xbox. <laughs> and they happen to get one of the ones with a turret attachment on it. <laughs> All right, our last news story before we actually start talking about some interesting games. Um, the controversy over a Bluetooth ZX Spectrum keyboard. Sounds like this was a Kickstarter gone, Kickstarter gone bad. Yeah, imagine that. Another one of those, huh? I haven't heard of too, too many of them. I mean, they I'm seem, sure, I'm sure there are have, some. They seem to have died down, honestly. Yeah. Um, this is another case of people being dickheads. Um, so apparently this this company, they, they've got a little bit of a history before with Spectrum developers. Um but the, the, the one in question here, they were making a Bluetooth Spectrum keyboard that was designed like the ZX Spectrum keyboard, mm-hmm. and it was going to connect via Bluetooth to your portable devices so you could play Spectrum games on there. Um, so it would basically set up like you, you know your iPad or your, your Android device would set up on your case, and you'd just put the you know Spectrum keyboard there and play the games on it. One of the things they were going to do was they were going to take part of the portions of the profit from the Kickstarter, and they were actually going to throw it back to the original Spectrum developers. Uh, so, like the guy who wrote Manic Miner, for example. Um, I can't remember his name for the life of me. I, I, I knew it. I, Matthew something. Uh, anyways, they were going to take part of the profit and kick it back to the original Spectrum developers. Didn't happen. Uh to their knowledge, only some of the developers have ever seen any money from that, and the rest of it just apparently either disappeared in thin air or clearly pocketed and was <laughs> wasted at the at, at the Horseshoe Casino in Cleveland. Given as bonuses uh, to our top partners <laughs> within the company. Yeah, exactly. So the the reason why there, I mean, you might be thinking, well, the Spectrum games came out years ago. That you know. They don't need to be making money off them anymore. But the, when you say you're going to pay them for it, right. fucking pay them for it. Yeah, yeah, because it says it dates back to 2010. Right. And it, 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 it's just another dick move. These people, they say they're going to do one thing, and, and it's even worse that it's on a Kickstarter, right? Because it's people who are individually contributing to the project out right. of their own money. Right. And you're being told that this is what's going to be done with your money, and nope, we're you know off buying drugs from a prostitute with it. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. It sounds like the CEO or somebody said that they're going to try to remedy this within the next 28 days, sooner if possible. Um, it'll be we'll have to do a follow up on this and actually see if they do actually come true or go good on their word, or 
um, and see what happens with the Kickstarter for this and see if it actually... Yeah, I, I thought that was strange. 28 days? Like, why 28 yeah, you've days? Yeah, you've had, that, you had four years, and now it's going to take <laughs> so, you 28 days to resolve this. I don't know. That seems kind of kind of BS to me as well. That's because the, the Swiss bank account that they were going to get the money back from deposited into the U.S. account for 28 days. Yeah. So, assholes. All right. We've had tons of asshole stories today. Let's get, let's get on let's get on with a couple of games that suck ass. How's that? <laughs> so, did you ever play any of the Dungeon Keeper games, my friend? Uh, for like five seconds. Okay, those are pretty good games. If you haven't, Dungeon Keeper Two, you can pick up on good old games um, for a couple bucks. Graphics may be a little outdated. Gameplay is still outstanding. Hmm. Um, so I've been following several different people. I think Paul Barnett, he was one of the guys who worked at, for a developer for Mythic. Um, and he's actually trying to revamp some of the old, old licenses and games that EA has picked up over the years, one of them being Dungeon Keeper. Um, saw Android Central post this on Twitter, Google Plus the other day. The day it was released, I downloaded it when I got home, immediately started playing Saw it was free-to-play. It was a basically gem-based game where you buy gems and you can do more things in the game. Mm-hmm. I'm, t- I'm tired of these fucking things. Yeah, I know. Let me pay for a fucking game and play the game that I would like to play and not have to basically spend hundreds to thousands of dollars on the stupid fucking gems, diamonds, whatever the fuck you're using in your game. So I can I can play. It's ridiculous. The game has the chance to be good, but they have ruined it. So EA has yet fallen again, as far as I'm concerned, and they basically killed another great game. Um, it's they give you two imps that you start off with the game to purchase the third imp. You have to use the diamonds in the game or the gems, whatever the hell, that these green things. And it's not cheap either. It's like more than five bucks. It's it's like a ridiculous amount of money to buy like this next thing. And it's just it's just it's just crazy. I just don't understand what the companies are doing or thinking with these microtransactions with all of these smaller games. I think I think they could probably have a, a, such a bigger market if they actually just sold the games outright and quit quit all these microtransactions. Because to me these are the it's one of the biggest turnoffs in games recently that I I don't even like installing these games anymore. Anytime I see a game like this where I hit where I hit something where it's like, okay, buy gems now because you're out of time or anything, uninstall. It's right. I'm done with it. I'm moving on to the next one. Right. Hey, no, no, dude, you're you're one hundred percent right. It, it, the microtransaction thing was kinda sorta okay when it first came out. I, it, okay, let's face it, it really wasn't. I I just don't understand. It, if the goal is to try to make up your development costs through microtransactions, good luck, buddy, because that ain't going to happen. But there are, there are a few cases where microtransactions are actually working, and I think they work really good. Um, and I, you're probably not familiar with it. Like Dota 2? Um, I, no, I, no, no, I have... Yeah, now I, that is a good example of microtransaction. 
It's that's a perfect one. I can play the game. I can enjoy it if I want to enhance anything, which is just all visual enhancements. You can do that, mm-hmm. and it seems to be extremely successful. But and it it's a microtransaction that does not cripple the core game experience. It exactly. doesn't keep you from progressing further in the game. It's not designed to keep you from playing the game, and that's what a lot of these ones are now. Is they just you know. You just flat out can't fucking progress unless you pay more money. Well, right. it looks like I'm uninstalling, bro. And those are the games I don't play, and the games like Dota 2 and stuff, um, like Path of Exile. Path of Exile is another good one with microtransaction where you can play the core game, have an excellent gaming experience, yet better some things by, by purchasing you know some of their online items and stuff. I'm all for those types of games. Those work for me. These other ones with all the little gems and diamonds and hoo-hahs, it's piss the fuck off as far as I'm concerned. Joe, I got a second. I got I to gotta show this because this is, this is perfect for how we've, been, how we've been talking right now. Ready? There you go. <laughs> okay. Interesting. I like that one. That was a very true, true statement there. <laughs> So but that was one. Thanks, no, Will Ferrell. Thanks, Will Ferrell meme on Facebook. <laughs> that was a good one. I like that one. I gotta show that. To, I gotta show that to the wife later. I love Grumpy Cat, man. He's amazing. Um. So yeah, Dungeon Keeper dead, and uh, you have another one that sucks ass. Yeah, I was one of the free games, and I I downloaded this a while ago, but I never really spent any time playing it. Um, Grid 2 was free on the PS3 a while ago with PlayStation Plus. And I've been kind of jonesing for a car racing game lately, and I have um, Gran Turismo 5, and I've played that quite a bit. Um, but I was kind of just looking for more of an arcade race or anything, and I was really disappointed that when the PS4 was released, they didn't have a driving game because Drive Club was delayed. Normally, Sony consoles always have... Um, not Need for Speed, but they always have a Ridge Racer game out, and I think I talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really disappointed that a Ridge Racer wasn't um, available for the PS4. Um, and then the only other game for the the only other driving game that was out was really the Need for Speed Rivals or whatever it was, and I heard that that one was rather iffy. So I pulled up Grid Two, and I had played it a while ago, and I wasn't a huge fan of it. Um. The first couple times I played it, I just didn't like the way the car drove. But I wanted to give it a shot and um, just try to put a little bit more time into it. So I actually played quite a bit Saturday and then Sunday. And finally Sunday I came to my conclusion as to what I thought about the game. Um, I wrote in the comments that it sucks ass. I don't know if I want to go that far that it sucks ass. But in looking at a lot of the reviews after I played it for so long, I wanted to see what other people were thinking about it. And Destructoid's review, when they wrote that, um, I think was spot on. They basically listed all of the points that I thought were wrong with the game. So what I was kind of disappointed when the graphics were great. The, the game looks really nice. Um, my biggest complaint was the first track that they have you race on is this California track, which is kind of like through a winding forest and around a countryside and everything. There's a forest in California. 
and I and I yeah yeah they're there not are trees all, there are not trees all, I don't know if I want to say forest down now <laughs> this one wasn't the trees are still brown okay but the thing was for being a racing game out of like the whole first series of games I played they had me coming back to this course so many fucking times that I was just tired of it already because I hated it. And why, so the, why, why did you keep going back to it, though? I mean, did you just keep different, going different, button by accident? Different races would send you back there. Oh, oh, okay. So even if, even after I finally got past that and thought, yes, I get to move on in the game, I would race two other races, and then three or four races later, ah, let's go back to California and race this. And I'm like, oh, fuck no, man. No, 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 no. Okay, let me, I'll, I'll race this again. <laughs> Go do a couple more races. Oh, let's go back to California. I'm like, no, I want to fucking stay out of California. <laughs> I don't like this one. It's going to sink in the ocean. We don't want to go there. I don't know how many times I ended up back on this track, how basically the tracks just repeated themselves like this, and that was so, that was one disappointing thing. So was it just like two or three tracks, and it was just looping through like a fucking bad record? I don't I don't want to say it was two or two or three different tracks because when you would go there, you would sometimes have different um, objectives. Like, sometimes you were doing a face-off, which is like a race against a single car. Other times you're doing, like, um, a timed race where you had to finish in a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. um, other times there were, like, a full race where you had right, racing against six or so other cars. Um, and they did have courses, and they did have tracks, and some of them were really nice. But that first California track and the first car they give you was a Mustang was so squirrely through the whole thing. And... It's considering the car said it had drifting capabilities. That fucking thing just drifted for shit. Um, the other thing was after I unlocked, I think I unlocked like about eight cars, so I had a decent selection of cars. And the cars I liked the most were probably the Nissan because those I could get to drift. That was almost like something out of the Fast and the Furious. And going through a lot of the corners, I can just I got a feel for them real quick, and I was just able to bounce through the corners, you know, and everything really good. The problem is when you would get into a race with multi-cars, your car got tossed around like it was a freaking popcorn kernel in a popping machine. Wow. So the last race that I did was on um, almost on like um, an Indianapolis track. It wasn't Indianapolis, but it was a track like that. Mm -hmm. You know, a nice big track that had nice corners, good straightaways and everything like that. And I was in an old Dodge Charger, a muscle car, one of the heaviest vehicles I think, or the heaviest vehicle I think I had. When I was going through corners on that thing and I would try to maybe sideswipe another car, my car would hit them and go flying off into the wall while their car kept going. And I was smashing into, like, let's say, another Nissan. That should be freaking half the weight of my car. I was just saying, you're taking a full steel body and smashing it into a fiberglass one. Yeah, and I'm and bouncing you're... off, and I'm bouncing off spinning while that car is going straight. I was just like, they had the physics what? close. Once, once I, once I really got a feel for that and just saw that repeatedly happen, and I read the Destructoid review, and that was one of the things they said. They were like, no matter what. No matter how heavy a car you drive, your car will always get tossed around. I was like, um, I think I'm done with this. I mean, it, it has the potential to be such a great game. And I was looking at some of the reviews. The reviews were all over for this game. I mean, there were some reviews that were eights, nines, and then there were other reviews that were like, you know, three out of five, which would be like a six or something like that, you know. Mm -hmm. So they were they were just... 
it seemed like they were just all over. I looked up on Metacritic real quick. I think the average score was in the 80s, but the average user score was in the 60s, which is what, which is what I would agree with. It's more of a 60 game for me than anything even closely remote to an 80. So in other words, we're we're giving it uh, a shining, slippery turd. It's I don't I'm sure there's some people that liked it out there. I mean the Codemasters games have been popular. I've read a lot of things in different forums over the weekends where people said that they liked the first one way better than the second one. But just the way those cars handled and everything, I was just so disappointed because I was just I was in such a mood for a good racing game this weekend, and that was what I wanted to play. And I should, I forced you, myself to play it because there were, I wanted to give up after like the first hour, and I was like, no, I'm going to get through this. And I I spent a good part of my day Saturday and probably half of my Sunday with this thing because I wanted to give it a fair playthrough. You should have just said fuck it, pulled out a Dreamcast, and put Sega GT in and be done with it. <laughs> you would have had actually, the most great. You would have had the greatest racing experience of your life. I actually have Sega GT in my bedroom on my Xbox. Greatest racing game ever. I don't know about that. Oh, I do. I don't know about that. I The only one that would ever beat that is Mario Kart for the Super Nintendo. That specific version. Mario Kart for the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Just agree with me, Joe. Uh, I don't know. I, I like Mario Kart on the Wii. Mario Kart on the Wii was pretty good. That one sucks in comparison to the Super Nintendo one. All you, know, do. come to, you know, come to think of it, I don't know if I've ever... I probably have played the Super Nintendo one years ago, but it's been so long I don't remember. Joe, I wanted to... Because I, rem- I, remember, I remember the Nintendo 64 one, and I'm trying to think of the Super Nintendo one. Like I probably played it, but that's... Dude, that's so long ago, I don't even remember. I want a divorce. We can't be married Whatever, anymore. shut up. <laughs> so you'll, you'll, you'll get over it. You always do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also play quite a bit of Don't Starve, and my wife's been playing Don't Starve as well. Dude, everybody's um, been playing that game lately. I don't understand what the fuck it is. Like, it's because it was free on the PS3. Or on the PS4, I mean, not PS3. It was free on the PS4, and I cannot wait for the free game tomorrow on the PS4. It's Outlast, the horror game, which oh. I already which I already bought on the Steam, but that's actually coming out on the PS4, and it's the free game of the month for PlayStation Plus, or for the week, basically. So I will be downloading that, and I'll be talking about that next week because I am going to play that at night. Um, oh. Although I'm sure it would probably be better on the PC with my headphones. Right. But I'm going to play that in the living room and probably have the wife watch me play that one and, <laughs> and see how that goes. Dude, that's going to be amazing. So, But Don't Starve, um, I've been playing that. I'm, I, I, built, I saved my game, I think it was last night, the night before. I got a really good run going. Um, I'm trying to get, get ready for winter. I stopped because I was just getting way too stressed and it was getting close to winter and I I wanted to really do some more research on what I needed to get ready to prepare myself for those cold winter days like we're experiencing here. Um, so even my wife, even Kim, Kim looked at me she said, she goes, maybe you should say this right now and just chill and just look some of this stuff up. I go, that's a good point. I'm just going to do that right now. Because I was sitting there and I'm like, I don't even know what to do next. I got like so much stuff. And I just I just had so much stuff going. And she even said, she goes, she goes, I cannot believe the area you found. She goes, you are in like a perfect spot. She goes, you got everything around you. I go, I know. I know. I just don't know what to do next. I'm like, I'm freaking out. You're like that. You're like that kid who who discovers the gold mine and then doesn't know what to do with it. Exactly. You know, you're like, That's exactly. Uh, 
Yes. So that was that was what I played over the weekend. Well, you got a couple th- things that you played. Yeah, one of the things you can do to prepare for that though is call off work. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Um, so obviously, as we mentioned earlier, I've been playing Skyrim again. Um, you know, for the 480 millionth time. I think my save file counts almost at 600. Because you know how when you yeah, play Skyrim, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that hasn't broke it. Oh, I, dude, I, I yeah, I'm not either. But like you know how the number how they had the numbers at the save file thing. Yeah. yeah, it's at like I think it's over 600 now. Holy crap! Um, I know, I know. When I was playing, I, I was saving all the fucking time because I didn't oh, yeah. want to lose anything. I was doing quick saves. I'm like pow, pow, pow. Well, the, well, the, the problem is, is you know now that I got the game modded all the shit, um, you know it's it's buggy at some points. Like some some quests just. Literally, just bug the fuck out. You move. You ever move that game to a new computer? You are so fucked trying to get all those settings and all those mods we done. Well, do you use the? I use Nexus Mod Manager. Um, okay, I was gonna say you. Okay, yeah. I do have some mods that I have manually installed because they just some some of them you just can't use the Nexus Mod yeah. Manager to do with. Um, but I know which ones those are, and they're very very few of them. They're, like they're just so, there's some model uh, some model uh, mods. And I think I have a couple of uh, armor mods with custom meshes that I installed manually. Um, let me see here. I have 39 mods installed currently. Wow. Um, I was That's pulling up Nexus, Nexus Mod Manager so I can see which ones I had. A um, couple weapon mods, a couple of armor mods, uh, environment mods. Yeah, that was quite a bit. But yeah, it just it, it bugs the fuck out in, in certain ones. I just finished the uh, Dark Brotherhood quests again, which nice. re- really is my all-time favorite quest line in Skyrim. That Dark Brotherhood quest line is amazing. Do not spoil it for me, because that is one I have not finished, but I've done a lot of them. Dude, it's awesome. Um, I'm actually starting a personal goal to get all the achievements for Skyrim. I've, I only have like 10 left to get. Wow. And then I have all of them. So, yeah, we're going to go for those. And last week, I ordered the collector's edition of Final Fantasy XII for the PS2. And nice, nice, nice. I got it. Cool. Full 10, a uh, little ding at the top corner there. Right. Yeah, I see that. Right there. Yeah, it. I, I can live with that. Um, nice tin case. The game clearly is not in it because it's in my PS2 right now. Um, it's got a, like a, the DVD's got like a collect, like a developer interviews, all that kind of stuff. And to my benefit, they're all in Japanese, which makes it easier for me to learn the language. And, um, the instruction manual is not much different than the original one. I mean, there's a couple extra pages in there, but nothing else. But I really like the fact that it's, you know, nice tin case. Um... Is there anything additional? Is there any, there's there's nothing additional to the game. It's still the same game as the original one. It's just other than the other than the, the fact case and the DVD. Right. That's it. yeah. Other than that, the core game's the same. Um, which I don't mind. It's Final Fantasy XII. It, it was a great game. I love I love twelve. Um, Did you hear one of the last games was released on the PS2 back in November? I think. Really. Pro Evolution Shock Pro Evolution Soccer 2014. Well, figures it's gonna be it's gonna be a fucking sports game. 
I think that was the last game that was released, um, supposedly for the PS2. Uh, nobody has been able to find out if there are any more in the pipeline or anything. Sony hasn't confirmed anything, but that was pretty much the last one that's come out. Wow. I did not know that. I was reading an article on the Kindle Fire uh, this morning when I when I was going through some of my news feeds and everything. I, I just read that story. I, I was actually going to put that in here as a story to talk about. I was just, reading, since we were talking about the PS2. My name's Joe, and I read on the Kindle Fire. Mm. I have a I have a nice news aggregator on there, and I usually just wake up and read that first thing in the morning while I'm eating my breakfast and stuff. So, you, you fancy pants. My Kindle Fire is so long in the tooth; it's not even funny because we yeah. have the original. We have the original Kindle Fire, and it's just Whoa. it's just so outdated right now. You know what you needed? You know what would be a better bet is if you bought a Windows 8 tablet. <sighs> no. I'll pass on that. <laughs> no, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the. I wanted to get. I wanted to get a Nexus, like the Nexus Seven, but I wanted the Nexus Ten. The trouble is, they haven't refreshed the Nexus Ten yet, and there's a lot of people waiting for them. And, and they're probably they do not soon. going to. Fuck off! Do not say that. You're going to piss me off. <laughs> hey, I just call it like I see it. Google's acting like a bunch of dicks now, so. That, that I, I I need a I I would like a Nexus Ten, so Google needs to get out their freaking asses and get that fixed already. So, all right. Well, I, I, did you have anything else to talk about game wise, or are we moving on to what we want to play? No, we're moving on, dude. Because what I, we want to play. Yeah, because I fucked up. How did you fuck up, man? I only played two games this week. Don't be so hard on yourself. It's all right. I, I, I everybody still likes you. No, they don't. You got your giraffe over there. You're all good. Oh, uh, my giraffe. Thank you, Joe. Your giraffe and your turrets. You you, you talk about your it's games. Just, I'm gonna I'm gonna. It's just fucking. Dude, that's my picture for next week. It's just insanity over there at your place. I'm gonna start drawing it now. You talk about your games. I'm gonna get the connect turret ready. All right. So the next couple of things that I'd like to play, and one I think I've actually put these both on that I want to play these already. You EQ were, next landmark. You were just gonna say connect turret, weren't you? I was. I want to play connect <laughs> turret. That's a game. You need to develop that game. Yes. Okay. Let me let me get these plans out. Go ahead. Um, I I do want to play EQ Next Landmark. I don't want to pay sixty bucks for it, um, so I'm interested to see. I, I'm really interested to see how this is going to work out. I mean, if there's people having trouble finding plots of land to claim and build stuff on when it's an alpha, when this thing goes free to play, what the fuck is going to happen when people flood these servers and it just keels over within the first two seconds? Well, see, that's the thing is, if it's going free to play, they're trying to get their money now. Yeah, but I doubt if they're going to be making enough money to afford all the fucking servers they're going to need. <laughs> what they're going to do is they're just going to push it off to a, 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 like an Amazon cluster. Yeah. And then Amazon's going to be like, well, sorry, bro, we can't do that. <laughs> and then everybody's going to start crying. Um, one of the other games I want to play, South Park Stick of Truth. You can pre-order on Steam now, March 4th release. That was that game that I didn't play yet. Hopefully, this yes, yes, you did not play it yet. And I'm, <laughs> I kind of wish you had played it so I know how good it is. Um, I'm probably going to pick this up on the PS3. It, I don't. Nobody has mentioned anything about any next gen ports on this thing. I really don't want to wait for a next gen port on this one. So, this will probably be one of the last games I purchase for the PS3. Ooh. And I don't want to buy this on PC because I think Kim's interested in playing this as well. 
Yeah, then you need the console version. So I need the console version so we can both basically just play it on the PS3. So yes, your your Kim is not a PC gamer. We need to remedy this. Uh, no, I don't. I will not say that because she has a nice laptop that she does that she can game on. Um, she just hasn't been lately. She's using it for silly things like Pogo and things you really... Is Pogo still a... Oh, dude. Don't even get me started on that shit. Is that thing still around? Really? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Her and her mother play that stuff. There's some stuff on there they play. Don't even listen. I don't know. The other thing thing that I get to talk about for wanting to play, um, I believe this weekend we're supposed to hit the comic book store. So I should be getting my Pathfinder card game finally. Dude. So I will. I don't know if I'll be talking about that next week or not. It may be the week after. Um, but Kim says we get to make a trip to the comic book store. That's so, awesome. Yes, I finally get to get that. What about you? You have a couple things on here. You, you're giving your SNES some love. Yes, you, I get booty. Your booty spanking that SNES. <laughs> Sorry. Um. Yeah, so I was telling Joe before we started the show that uh, my I pulled out my Super Nintendo and uh, poor baby broke the AC adapter port on the back of it. Just it, it yeah, it's not there anymore. So ordered the game bit, ordered the daughter board, going to repair it myself, and then once I get it back up and running, I'm gonna play some Super Double Dragon because that game's fucking awesome. It's hard as hell. Hell yeah! But dude, oh that game. So game music. This game has one of my top five favorite tracks ever for for game music. Mission number four on the truck. Look it up on YouTube. Um, there's a, some guy made an extended version. It's like 15 minutes long of the song. And the original song only loops for like a minute, right? But you're going to listen to every 15 minutes of it because it's just that good. Mission number four? Yeah. Uh, hang on a second. I, can you? We can do YouTube sharing on here, right? I don't know. I think we can. Never tried it before. Let's do it. Super uh, Double Dragon. Fuckers! Ah, oh, here we go. Downloading YouTube app. Okay. So let me pull it up real quick. Am I gonna have to download the YouTube app too? Uh, probably. Oh my god, you're fucking killing me, dude! You should have. You should have known this was coming. I'm accepting shit that I'm not even reading. I don't even know what's going on. See, that's what I do here. I force you guys in your face. God. Oh, my God. What's going to happen? What did I just sign up for? God, I'm going to get spam and mail and all this other shit. I think we signed up for blackness. It's not working. I don't know. Dude, I got I got YouTube on my side. Click to, click on add videos to playlist. You don't have it. We're on your side? No, I think it only goes to you. All right, add videos to playlist. Search or paste video URL. What was the name of this thing? Uh, Super, Super Double, Double Super Dragon Double, uh, Mission 4. Yeah, Mission 4 truck. I just see this. Mission 4. Listen. Let's listen. Super Double Dragon Mission 4 truck. Add. Click. Oh, no. Why was I muted there for a minute? Yeah. 
And see, people won't appreciate this because it's not from, like, Xbox. And, and you know what? Now, because we played that song, our video is going to get taken down off of YouTube. My plan worked! Oh, it says your muke is your mic is muted during video playback. Your your muke is mited. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Oh, YouTube, let's get rid of that. Okay, now we're back to videos. Okay, so and then yeah, so Super Double Dragon, we're gonna be playing that. And I think I want to pull out my Genesis and play some Super Hang On. I w- I've been wanting to pull out my Genesis too because I love Genesis was awesome. Oh, dude, it, that that was. There was the Super Nintendo. It was good. I know nobody's going to argue with that. I'm not. I mean, it's got some of my favorite games on it. But the Genesis was kind of its own beast. Yes. You know, you can't really compare the two because they were good in their own respects. I'm sorry, but back in the day on the Genesis, you have Sonic the Hedgehog. And for that console, being out at that time, being able to process graphics that quickly... On that little machine was flipping. Is if you think back to that, back then as a kid you really didn't think much about it. Nowadays you think back to you're like, okay, that was pretty amazing what they actually did with that machine. Oh yeah, dude. How smooth the graphics were and everything for that for for what that thing did and for as fast as that thing went. And here's the thing for you too. I actually somebody actually sourced the code for Sonic. So you were actually, and this is just for people like me who like that kind of stuff, you could actually see how they optimized the code so it would render that fast without cool. with, with minimal tearing. Dude, it was awesome. It was awesome. These people were geniuses. Oh, I'm sure it was extremely streamlined, and they were probably doing some stuff that, you know, you had to know what you were doing to do, to do so kudos oh, yeah. to them. So, Sonic the Hedgehog, um, the Shinobi games really good. Um, I'm trying to think. I was a really big fan of Columns. I guess that was probably the early, one of the earlier uh, match threes. Uh, but that was also really good. See, back then we did a lot. I was, with everybody that I hung around with, we did, we did a lot of sports games. And all the NHL games on Genesis. I think we talked about this once before. Yes. All the NHL games, uh, NFL, NCAA games, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Genesis had some amazing sports games. Yes. So that's what that's what we liked. So I but Super Hang On, I don't know if you've ever played that one or not. Um That's the motorcycle one. Yes. Correct? Yes. And it's and it's you know one hundred percent traditional arcade style, great music in the game. Uh, there's also like a story mode where you can drive through, upgrade your bike and you know cool. race against opponents. It it really is kind of just a quick fix game, but dude, amazing. Back in the day, we, when we had our Genesis, we would rent a lot of games. Mm-hmm. And every weekend, I was renting a couple of games. So I played so many games on the Genesis that I probably don't even remember anymore. Dude, we need to hook up and do some Streets of Rage. I had that on the... Do I have that on the 360 or PS3? I thought I had that on one of the consoles, like they a were, remake of it. They, they released them both. Uh, I think they released them on both the, the Sony and Microsoft Network on, like, the virtual console. Yeah. Um, dude, that ge- those games are so... You want to talk yeah. about a badass beat-em-up. That's See, it. See, ours was, ours was NARC. NARC was good. We like we liked NARC. NARC was good. Don't do I, drugs, a- kids. Kids, don't do drugs. That's all we're going to tell you. Yeah, our narc's gonna come after you. 
The dude blue, the blue and red dude are gonna come after you with their guns. Well, it was so funny because at the start of the game, they plastered that all the screen. You know, don't do drugs. You know, and it's like sit there and be like, okay, I won't. <laughs> as you're as you're smoking a joint playing NARC. <laughs> on that note, we are at the end of a show. You know what? There was one game that I added on here at the very last second. Have you heard of the stupid Android game called Flappy Bird? It's supposed to be like one of the latest crazes. I've been hearing I, reading about it on my Twitter and everything. I installed it before the show started, and it's already uninstalled. Joe, it's not Skyrim. So it that that game you want to talk about a game that sucks ass, that game sucks. <laughs> I think I'd rather I think I'd rather race the same California track in grid grid two than play that game. So, um, nice. if anybody has anything for us, um, stuff they want us to talk about, games that they could recommend for us to play, um, hit us up, what I'm playing now at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, what I'm playing now, drop the G. And like I said, I'll maybe eventually work on the Facebook page once I get some time. No. I think that's about it. I think everybody should just go play some games, Greg. What do you think? Uh, yeah, so long as it's not anything from King. Um... You know, because if you're playing a Candy Crush game, I'll personally find your house and throw dog shit all over it. Nice. That's that's great. Let's just um, get rid of all the followers we have, which is probably none at this point in time. So, <laughs> no, this is gonna bring people in, Joe. Okay, I hope so. It's gonna be it's gonna be a community of people who hate King and just throw dog shit on each other's porches. What can go uh, wrong? I I don't know, but on that note, we're ending the show. Everybody, have a good week. We will see you next Monday. If we're not in igloos. True, true. If we still have electricity and we're not frozen. <laughs> <have> power. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a good one.